911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And I'm your co-host, Clint Walton. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how having a cognitive awareness and intent with serving the community that you serve as a police officer or in any job responsibility that you are responsible for could really make all the difference on the individual's and how that can transpire into something bigger. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Clint has worked very close with a lot of the members in his community based on a special detail that he's been in in one form or another for well over five years now. In doing that and meeting some of the community members, I've been fortunate enough to attend several events where I've gotten to meet a lot of them as well. There's one woman in in particular that comes to mind, and she comes to mind because of a story that Clint shared with me as it pertains to taking the extra step and going the extra mile in serving a need that she had. Clint, I wonder if you could just talk a little bit to the listener about what that was. In my experience around community policing, it's been eye-opening in so many levels, and and I really hope you as a listener can incorporate or adopt this in whatever you do. And my story with this lady started for about four years ago, and, and she came to a lot of our community meetings. She is really involved with the police department, and the community in general. So over the years, I've gotten to know her, and she's she's such a sweet lady. Every time she sees an officer, she buys a gift card wherever we're at and gives, gives a gift card to whatever officer may be there. She's always tried to give me one, and I've always taken it, and then I hide it back in her purse later. And she calls me a stinker because I've never actually taken one from her. But about three years ago, she asked for some help in reference to her neighborhood. She had a neighbor that just wasn't playing with the rules. And I think all of us have had that neighbor where they play loud music at night. They park their vehicles on their lawns. They do anything and everything. And it just eats at you. Every day you come home, you take such pride in your own house and, and what you do to take care of your own property. And you see a renter next door just thrashing the house, which not only brings the market value of your house down, but it really is an eyesore for you. So she asked me to give her a hand with this neighbor that was causing so many problems for her and I really didn't do much. I went and asked the neighbor to knock their stuff off or I'm going to sit code enforcement on them or I'm going to find other issues in relation to the property and, and I would truly address it. About 
a month later, I hadn't seen her for a while, and she came up to me and gave me the biggest hug. I'm all, what, what was that for? And she goes, my neighbors moved out. They were tired of dealing with me next door. And she's all, and I know you had something to do with it. And I'm like, no, I, I didn't do anything. She's all, I just, I just know that you took care of the problem for me. And from there, it just stemmed on to where she'd start calling me on a regular basis for other issues on her street. And, and I'll tell you, if you're a police officer, you know, sometimes it gets kind of daunting, especially when you have citizens that have your cell phone number and call you for every little thing. But when I shifted my mindset as to not looking at it as, oh man, it's not her again, or it's not this person again trying to just use me to fix their problems, but really adapted the mindset of, if this lived next door to me, I would want this fixed too. And really focusing in on that, it gave me pleasure doing anything and everything I could for any community member who came to me with a problem. And that really pushed me and drove me to go over and above for any anybody and any person that I could. And so recently I actually went to this lady's house and she... <laughs> I got an email from my boss with about eight items and they were all complaints from her. So I go, you know, I told my partner, I go, you know, it's going to be easier. Let's just go there and talk to her. Let's figure out what the problems are and we'll really see what we can do to help her. Because a lot of times just going and actually talking with them, the problems work themselves out. So we drove to her house I went inside her house. I sat on her couch. Her dog jumped on my lap and we spent a good 30, 45 minutes just talking with her. She called one of her neighbors over and she expressed her concerns to us as well. And a simple, okay, I'll look into it. They were more pleased with just that response than anything that I could ever do. That's one thing I love about you because it showcases your personality and how you really are outside of the workplace. And a lot of times, I don't think that people understand that they have the ability to pull in those attributes that make them who they are in order to make themselves a better worker, a better community member, a better friend, a better employee. And the thing with you is I know that when you told her, I'm going to look into it, the reason she was so appeased by the situation was because she knew, based on your own past encounters with her, that you're not just saying that to shine her on and to shut her up for the day. You said that from a place of genuinely knowing that you're going to follow through with what her concerns are, and I know that she knew that too. When Clint and I were talking about this particular situation, being that I have had the opportunity to meet her a couple times, he was sharing with me how her Cocker Spaniel got his uniform so full of fur and 
we were just discussing the whole the whole thing surrounding the situation and what I told him was how important it is to build those relationships with the community members that feel the need to voice their opinions the most. And something came from this that is so absolutely amazing. And, and I can't even explain what a small world it is. This lady is actually, I want to say it's her, his it's her brother-in-law is actually my second and third grade teacher who was my absolute favorite teacher through all of my years in school. And I had a really close relationship with him. And my mom was the homeroom mom for those classes and she was close with him. And it was just like, what a small world this is for this to happen and she actually called him after the fact and gave me his number and I still need to call him but just to reconnect and and go to lunch or something and and it's just amazing to see what has transpired over the years since I was in second and third grade to where I am now and to be able to share that with someone who really mentored me and really was big in who I am as a character in my character as an adult. It's my true belief that nothing like that happens by chance. And I believe that is a little bit of the universe just showcasing a gift to you because you were open to receiving it. And a lot of us turn the cheek. It's easy for us to shine on the complaints But you don't have the ability to do that. It is literally in your job analysis to help solve people's problems and deal with them. You call them call after call, but in essence, it's complaint after complaint. And it's the way that you decide to articulate, to reframe your mind in a way to where you're going to decide how you want to approach it. And more importantly, what your cognitive response is going to be to the whole nature of the situation and also to the outlook on what really impacts your entire career. If you're constantly going to calls, dreading the way that you're going to feel when you encounter maybe the same people complaining constantly, then you're going to dread your job. But to be able to reframe your mind and to look at it in a way to where you know that you're doing a service to somebody who really needs it. I don't believe that she would be calling so frequently with any sort of concerns had they had no no genuine basis behind them. And of course, there are guidelines and discipline and things like that in place if you do have somebody abusing the system. And no doubt there are those people. Luckily, this isn't one of those situations. But having the ability to showcase what you can do for other people builds this trust. And in stating that there are community members that voice their opinions much louder than others, Clint and I talked about how a lot of times it's so easy for members of the community or members of society as a whole to complain. It's very easy for them to speak up when things don't go their way. But I paid witness 
to many times when she and many other members of the community that you've worked with personally have spoken up on the positive nature of what you do for them and how it impacts their lives. And I want to say that again, it impacts their lives. To make a difference in someone's day can ultimately lead to a difference in their own train of thought, a difference in the way that they perceive you, and a difference of the way that they perceive your profession. I would imagine that if you didn't follow through on the things that you told her you were going to say or going to do, or any other member of the community that you responded to and simply said, I'm going to look into it, if you didn't do the things that you promised, those people are going to turn against you. They're going to have bad things to say about your moral character, your work ethic, what your duties are, the things that you're capable of, but instead you get to experience the other side of the spectrum, and it's pleasant. It makes your day a little bit easier. Having people like that to further build on the community that you serve is the whole reason why you're doing this in the first place. And as you sit there in your own profession, in your own day, with any interactions that you're having with people that you maybe aren't comfortable with facing, or that you've never even encountered before. How could you shift your train of thought anytime that it gets uncomfortable? Anytime that you're being asked to face something that you don't want to do necessarily? Could you be of service to them? Could you do something a little extra? Could you show them a piece of who you really are and not just who the badge says you are or the uniform says you are? And I believe that by showcasing the truths about who you really are and what your abilities are and the way that your morals and your ethics and your own code of conduct plays into your day-to-day is really what it's all about. And when you can practice that and you really embody who you are and you mesh it in with what you do for a living, then you're really able to enjoy your tactical living.